This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Peace, everyone. This is your girl, Audra, and we are here with Community, where we talk about unique pathways and common goals. And audience, you know what I'm going to say next. I am over the moon excited to have this particular guest here with me today. Young man, sir, would you please introduce yourself to our audience, please? Yes, my name is Clement Jr. Uh, Everyone calls me Faye. Okay. I'm the owner and founder of 313 clothing stores, Detroit's brand name. Amen, amen, amen. So, Clement, how did we meet? We met on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> we met on Facebook. Yeah, we met on Facebook. I, I um, just mutual comments and, you know, we just mutual friends and comment mm-hmm. on each other's mm-hmm. progress and mm-hmm. always uh, encouraging one another. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I always just love your vibe. It's always productive and positive and that's kind of like what my timeline, what I noticed on my timeline. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you. What really struck me with your journey, um, I had heard of you before, but when um, that smash and grab happened and um, I wanted to help and I wasn't in a position to help, but I, I inboxed you and I was like, I'll come and sweep, you know, um, and you said, I'm, I'm good, sis, you know, I'm good. So after that it's like your post I'm like I want to know what he's doing you know That's and just it. so proud of you just amazing um what you've been able to do thank you um you're welcome so Clement what does community mean to you what does community mean to me community means um unity mm-hmm. it means a common unity mm-hmm. um it means development yeah. it means um, economics. Mm-hmm. It means safety. It yeah. means fun. Um, it means yeah. engagement. It means so much to me. It means everything to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, community is. It, it encompasses a lot. Yeah. And with your brand, and then I, I, when we get to the one segment where um, you can talk more about your history and everything, I want the audience to know. You know what what you've been doing. I mean, this isn't three thirteen is where you are now, but you've been at this for quite some time. Um, so, this next question: How old were you when you fell in love with Detroit? When I fell in love with Detroit, uh, I believe I was. I, I, hmm, I had to be maybe. Five or six. Really? Maybe five or six when I fell in love with Detroit. I'm not from Detroit. Okay. I was born in Buffalo, New York. Okay. And we moved, my family and I moved here when I was seven. Mm-hmm. I remember turning seven, either seven or, yeah, I turned seven that that year when we moved, mm-hmm. that summer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but before we moved here, we would visit Detroit. Okay. Because uh, I had an uncle that lived here. So mm-hmm. my mother's oldest brother lived here. Okay. And we would come in the summer from time to time to mm-hmm. visit. Mm-hmm. And typically when we came, it was during the 
African American uh, World Festival. Yeah. And so, as a young child, you know, a five, six year old child, um, taking this journey Mm -hmm. from Buffalo, New York, through Canada, it's like a four hour drive Mm -hmm. from there to here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, as a child, you with a road trip, you always anticipating. You know how long, how long how before long? we get there? When will we get there? <laughs> and so I can remember so vividly as a child, the drive from Buffalo, New York, to here. Mm-hmm. And when we got here, my father seemed like he timed it perfect. <laughs> seemed like he timed the drive to where when we got here, the fest, the festivities will be jumping off downtown. Yeah, yeah. and so. Uh, I could I could clearly remember us riding like under the viaduct there at the lodge mm-hmm. from up by Kobo. Right. And the lights, the lights that's on kind of like underneath the viaduct, mm-hmm. that was different. You mm-hmm. know, that was different for me. I could that was like a, a big deal for lights to just even be underneath the viaduct. Mm-hmm. And then when we would come up from under that viaduct, you know, the street would just be bustling with people because yeah. of the festival. Yeah. So they'd be crossing the street, walking yeah. up and down Jefferson. And then you could see to the right Heart Plaza and mm-hmm. all the people in it, and and I was just so um, Detroit just left a huge impression on me at a young age mm-hmm. because it was a place that we came in the summer, right? So it was like a memory summer mm-hmm. thing, and mm-hmm. it was just like this. It was always a lot going on, right? And coming from Buffalo to Detroit, especially during the festivals, it's a huge, it, yeah, it's drastic. Okay. It's drastic, drastic change, right? Right. There's not a lot going on in Buffalo, New York. Okay. And so uh, coming here would be like, I was amazed. So like, the you know, you see the fabric and you see the smell and the frankincense yes. and the incense yes. and all of that. So yes. as a young man, that left an impression. Huge impression. And mm-hmm. then all of the vendors at the, obviously all of the vendors at the African Festival be mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. And, right. and that was different. Mm-hmm. It's for me to see uh, black people in business, mm-hmm. just all of them selling things and yeah. trading things. Yeah. And so that was always, that was so impressionable upon me. I, I can remember it's almost like just, just thinking back on it. Mm-hmm. It's a little emotional because it was just so impressionable for me. Like mm-hmm. it meant everything. Like Detroit was like this big city of opportunity and a yeah. place where. It was all the fun and excitement mm-hmm. was when I was mm-hmm. a child before I ever before we moved here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you moved here, and then, um, so you had an entrepreneurial path before three thirteen. Definitely, most definitely. So, uh, could you share a little bit about that? About that? Well, I was ra- I was raised I was raised to to be um, quote unquote entrepreneur. I was raised mm-hmm. to be. Uh, Self determined. Mm-hmm. My father is from West Africa. He's from Accra, Ghana. Really? And he's yeah. And he's a he's 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 always been a numbers guy. Mm-hmm. Like when I was younger, he would be a, um, like financial analyst or accountant or CPA or you know uh, financial officer for mm-hmm. different companies. Mm-hmm. And so I will always remember him working late into the night and mm-hmm. early into the morning. Mm-hmm. And he would always tell me. Um, you know, he was just trained me in the idea of owning my own. Yeah. And once I got my first job, my first official job, I was 11 years old. And uh, the business owner taught me quickly the value in um, owning mm-hmm. your own business. Mm-hmm. So, so I learned, I, I was, I was... I was raised to to own my own business from a very early age. Self determination. Mm-hmm. So the person that you worked for at the age of eleven, mm-hmm. I think you shared some stuff about him. Mm-hmm. Did he? Did he recently? Pass? Yeah, he passed. He passed mm-hmm. at the end of last year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was it was it was. 
I mean, and, and you know, Letty lived to be 90 years old. Okay. And so he lived a long, beautiful life. Mm-hmm. And, and and he was always old to me. <laughs> you know, right. ever since I've ever met him, he was always a, old. old. Yeah, right. he was always old. And mm-hmm. um, and so it was always inevitable mm-hmm. that he would leave. But it, even now, when I think about it, it was just so he was so impactful in my life. Mm-hmm. It's just a little emotional for me even, even yeah. talking about him. Yeah. So um, the place that you worked was like when you were eleven. Was it work walking distance from your house? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a neighborhood candy store. Really? So yeah, I had a dream job, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I was I was eleven years old with a job, a paying job, at the, the candy, candy store. store. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness! Right. So I was the envy of the neighborhood. Yes. I um. Did you use that? Did you wield that power over people? Like you know, you know, I got to hook up with the candy. Now you I didn't have to. It was so. It was so. It was. It was so much. I really didn't have to. You know, it was so clear. Right. It was so obvious. Like wow, he's behind the counter. Yes. Right. Like, he's yes. Just, Getting what he wants, right? So it was so clear. It was so clear. I didn't really have to. Okay. I didn't have to, you know, flex flex on him. <laughs> yeah, but I, I worked at the candy store, and mm-hmm. um, like I said, that was a dream job as a kid. Mm-hmm. And so, and it came with perks. It came mm-hmm. with a lot of perks. Mm-hmm. Um, one being, I could have whatever I wanted. I could right. eat whatever I wanted while I was at work. Right. That lasted about a week or two. <laughs> Right, and he knew what he was doing. He right. said, "Just have whatever you want. Eat as right. much as you can." Right. <laughs> About a week or two, it was, I was done with that. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, I learned so much from um, and the, the business was called Ladies Wholesale. It was called Janko Distributors now, mm-hmm. and it's uh, Janko is an acronym for his name, James Arthur Nall Company. Wow. And uh, I learned so much from 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 Letty, so mm-hmm. much about life in general. Mm-hmm. He lived through the Great Depression, yeah. so he was teaching me those type of lessons early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was getting lessons that a lot of my friends and peers wasn't getting. Right. Yeah. So that was like a distinct opposite of what the friends at that time, you know, if someone has um, lived through the Depression, they know how to to live slimly, frugal. Yes. frugal yes. You know? I never, I, the first time I ever heard the word frugal was from him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he taught me how to make money off a penny because he had a penny candy store. And he st- he's... His business is still in business, and it's been 50-plus years. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, he taught me how yeah. to make money from a penny. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about some more things about, you know, what you've worked on prior to uh, 313. Okay. Cool. You have a brilliant mind. Projects, businesses, events, ideas that will make a positive impact on your specific audience, all while organically growing your brand. Knowing the importance of investing in your brand and being willing to do whatever it takes is empowering. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. BW Creative Solutions is a boutique consulting company that specializes in customized marketing and branding. We offer creative marketing and branding with collaborative resources to bring your vision to life. Give us a call at 313-444-9385 and schedule your free 15-minute consultation. When your project shines, we smile. Okay, and we're back, and I am here with my bro King, Clement, Fame Brown, Jr. 
And we were talking about some of the things that he's worked on prior to 313. And so, um, Clement, you had you had a store on Seven Mile? Did you have a store on Seven Mile or no? So, yeah, I okay. actually did. I, mm-hmm. I've never really publicized that. So, <laughs> that's funny that you said it. So, um, when I was 18... Mm-hmm. One of one of our one of my first commercial businesses or commercial stores, a storefront, brick mm-hmm. and mortars, uh, was a partnership that I had with a good friend of mine. His name is his stage name is Pete Rock. His artist name is Pete Rock. His, mm-hmm. his government name is Edsel. Okay. So shout out to Pete Rock. That's my bro. Yeah. And uh, we became friends at the candy store. Oh really? Yeah, we became friends at the candy. Well, we were friends before the candy store. Mm-hmm. We we became friends because we grew up in the same neighborhood. Okay. But he worked there before me. Okay. And I remember asking him uh, one day on a bus going to school to you know hook me up with the job. Yeah. He said, "Man, you gonna have to ask for yourself." Oh. And uh, it was funny because afterwards, I later learned that the owner was expecting me, yeah. and it was already set up anyway. <laughs> he asked my mom mm-hmm. and when I asked would it be okay and everything mm-hmm. else. Cause I was prepping it. I was mm-hmm. taking my report cards to him, and yeah. you know, all the time, and <laughs> trying to get in where I fit in. But yeah, mm-hmm. so Pete and I, we had a shop on Seven Mile in Ferguson, next to Primo's Pizza, and it was called Infinite Impressions. Mm. And it was an airbrush shop because he airbrush. Okay, he, he paints pictures on things. Okay, and so um, he pretty much was the the muscle, and I was kind of like the brains, mm-hmm. and I would do the sales mm-hmm. and whip up marketing strategies. Yeah. And, Everything else, and he would, you know, put dope art on things. Wow. And that was our first business together. That was nice. my first, yeah, my first brick and mortar. Wow. Yeah, it was dope, too. It's funny because, uh, and, and not taking shots at any particular mm-hmm. person uh, or individual or business, but the our presentation then mm-hmm. were superior to a lot of business presentations no. now. Wow. And I, and I can remember that, like, it was... Our our place was nice. Yeah. We 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 put everything into it, and yeah. we were kids, so you know mm-hmm. you got this reckless abandonment. You you got this you know you sense of you know caution to the wind, mm-hmm. and and we put a lot of effort into that place. It was beautiful. And that in that part of town, to Seven Mile Ferguson, Seven Mile Ferguson yeah. yeah, I've always had businesses in the community. That's how mm-hmm. I was raised. You know? mm-hmm. My godfather, his businesses was in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and you know. That's just that's just kind of how was you know how that was the best practice for us. That was the model that I seen. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, I, my parents wasn't taking me other places and saying, you know, let's build a hotel. Mm-hmm. They were saying, you know, they were showing I was learning from my environment. And right. So, um, what was unique about my first job was it was wholesale and retail, mm. and so we had other businesses that would come and buy from and you buy guys. from us to. To go sell. And so I learned so much mm-hmm. with that dynamic. And right. I was able to build relationships with other business owners and learn best practices from them. Mm-hmm. And so we was able to see which businesses did better mm-hmm. and compare to why we thought why they did and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Them and, and and God bless Letty, man. He he uh he made it his business to to use every possible moment as a teachable moment for me. That's powerful. Yeah. That is really powerful. So we're in the the um, portion of the show. Uh, that I call What Up Doe. And so during this portion of the show, I'd like, Clement, for you to share what you'd like the audience to know. So how can people support you? What's hot? What you got working on? You know, how can they contact you? So What Up Doe? 
What up, though? What up, though, Detroit? What up, though, community? This is your boy, Fame. This yeah. is your man's Fame. First and foremost, I'm going to be 40 years old in two days, so... All right. Shout out yeah. to the old man. Shout yeah. out to that. But, you know, y'all can always catch me um, on social media. That's I guess that's probably the, the most um, effective and the quickest way to find me. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, you can find me at Clement Fame Brown. Mm-hmm. On uh, Instagram, it's uh, the same thing, Clement Fame Brown. Uh, my business, I own and operate 313. 313 yeah. is Detroit's brand name for all of the Detroit brands, and not just the Detroit brands, but national brands that represent our vibe, our feel. So, you know, you can always go to 313store.com, or if you're on Instagram, you can go to 313store, and on Facebook, it's just 313, and that's the word spelled out, the word 3, the word 13. Um you know, we carry all the Detroit brands, including our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have I Am The Grind, which is a dope brand. They do a shirt that says Make It Here, Make It Anywhere, mm-hmm. which I think really applies to Detroit uh, <laughs> more so than a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, we carry Detroit Hustle Harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm proud to say that we're the first retailer to bring that brand into the hood, into mm-hmm. the city, mm-hmm. um, which is dope to me because the version of Detroit that Hustle Harder to me is the Detroit that's in the hood. Right. So I was I, I I was real intentional about bringing that brand to 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 the to the you know the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, we carry Detroit versus everybody, of course, which is um, clearly hands down Detroit's premier a t shirt brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing a thing uh, for for some time now. Uh, and shout out to Tommy over there, Tommy Walker. You know mm-hmm. you got to give credit where credit is due. Right. We carry um, we carry uh, the fresher brand from time to time. From time to time, shout out to Melody Fresher. Okay, uh, we carry Naturally Fly Detroit now. Yes, let me slow down on this one. So, <laughs> so Naturally Fly Detroit is my girl Espy Thomas, uh, yeah. Etta Fly. She's dope, uh, and Jennifer. They're, they're they're super dope individuals, yes, they first and foremost. Yes, but what their brand uh, uh, brings is a value that that is rooted in self love, mm. and that's dope to me because yeah. you know I sell clothes to to guys that's like I sell I sell clothes to the streets. Mm-hmm. And so to to see people wearing shirts that um, reflect self love yeah. and like getting fresh, not just wearing it as a novelty, mm-hmm. but like want the shirt to wear with their outfit to this event. Yes, that means a lot to me. Yeah, that means a whole lot to me. So shout out to Naturally Fly Detroit. Yeah. Uh, I could go on and on with the brands that we carry: Stone mm-hmm. Jungle, mm-hmm. Detroit Fresh Shop. Mm-hmm. Um, you just did very col- whatever. You did a collab with Frank Allen. Um, I, I, me and Frank hasn't haven't collabed, but okay. we did carry his uh, tea, the City of Boom tea. Yes, yeah, City of Boom. The City of Boom tea. Mm-hmm. We carried that tea for Frank. I shout out to Frank Allen. Uh, and if you're listening, bro, we it's probably about time for reorder uh, for those teas. And Frank Allen, I met him at Coology, which Felicia, the previous guest, she owns Coology. I met Frank Allen there, so that's okay. why I knew you had his. Okay, yeah, uh, you carried his t- yeah. t-shirt, and that's yeah. and that's and and. To, uh, that is what's special about 313. What's special about 313, it is a real reflection of what's going on in the city yeah. in regards to branding. Yeah. And, you know, because of my history, because I've been making and selling clothes for so long, and I've, I've had great success before 313 with my own brands, mm-hmm. international success. Mm-hmm. I was intentional about creating this platform where it could be an honest open competition uh, amongst brands mm-hmm. because the cream always rise to the top. Right. And so for me, it was never, I, I've never had the mindset that it could only be my brand or 
you know, I'm going to be subjective to different brands because of anything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, may the best brand win. Right. And so uh, I pride myself in having that platform in the, in, in the city and, mm-hmm. and creating that platform for the city. Yeah. Um, since we've opened 313, we've had several businesses um, uh, attempt to do things similar mm. and, and which which is best practice in business. Right. You know, you see something working for one business. You and emulate you, it. Yes, yeah. yes. And so, um, and it's just, it's great to see that mm-hmm. because that is part of my intention. Right. It's to expand this marketplace, to mm-hmm. expand this industry, this Detroit brand marketplace so that we can all have more larger opportunities. Right. And so, you know, when I first started selling t-shirts, it wasn't a space for Detroit brands. Right. Um, it wasn't a space for Detroit designers. Mm-hmm. And so... To see where we are now mm-hmm. with so many different Detroit brands, and, and a lot of them are very viable. Right. Um, I'm just excited. Yeah. Just, I'm proud of that. And, and you shared a story, and you'll fill in the gaps for me. Um, I believe this person was a DJ. He was supposed to do something with you. It didn't work out, but then he went on tour, and he was sporting 313 on yeah. the Megatron or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Los, shout out to DJ Los. So DJ Los is a second-generation musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, forgive me, for, I can't think of his father's name right now, but his father pretty much played on every major hip-hop song that that we can think of from... You know, all the Dr. Dre stuff, everything. Wow. You know, and I don't want to miss misspeak, but mm-hmm. but a shout out to DJ Los. He's a very genuine individual, mm-hmm. and you know, was from the heart, reached the heart. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when I reached out to him to to DJ our event, mm-hmm. that opportunity hadn't presented itself for him yet. Mm-hmm. And so he agreed. You right. know, and we had his schedule, mm-hmm. and then he reached out. You know, not too long before the event, and you know, he's like, "Fame, man, I hate to." Hate to let you down, but you know I got this opportunity to go on tour with Eminem mm-hmm. and Royce the Five Nine, mm. and uh, I can't meet. I can't be there. Right. I'm like, man, if you don't stop, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He's like, but right. well, I'm gonna come grab some stuff, and uh, I'm gonna make sure I represent while I'm out there. Yeah, and and he would have did that anyway. Mm-hmm. And so you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that's just that's just that genuine love, and and I'm fortunate to be in this space to where I can give and receive it, and it can yeah. be just so reciprocal, and right. it, and it can happen. You know, I'm a master manifester. I speak things. Yes. And so yes. I'm just fortunate to be in a yes. situation to where it's, it's, I'm, I'm in a good space. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And it, it was just beautiful that you, you know, you shared it, you know, and to let people know that this is how things can operate. Right. I love the story. That's why it stuck with me. I can't remember how long yeah, ago it was. Yeah. Los is the band. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take another break. We're going to stick a pen in it and we're going to come back and talk about spirituality. Okay. Sweet. Strategic Beautification. Strategic Beautification is a comprehensive consulting, design, and implementation service that begins with the basics. The basics are litter debris removal along commercial corridors. Services are then customized to accommodate the needs of the client. Our corporate culture is to leave people, places, and things better than we found them. We stand on old-fashioned values to lead us into a future that enriches our youth, the region, and the environment. That's Izzy Wisdom. Get involved today by calling 866-97-IZZY. That's 866-97-IZZY. 
visit our website at www.izzyllc.com. Okay. We're back with Community. This is your girl, Audra, and we talk about unique pathways and common goals. And so I'm excited. We got the premier brand guy here for Detroit, Clement Fane Brown. And Clement, I'd like to talk to you. I'm very intentional about black men telling their stories of how they express their spirituality. Mm-hmm. What's your spiritual walk like now? I'm I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm growing. Mm-hmm. I'm connecting. Mm-hmm. I was raised as a Christian. Mm-hmm. I still have Christian values. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Lord. Mm-hmm. I have a trademark for an acronym and the actual you know slogan. And this the trademark is the acronym is GGTP, mm-hmm. and it stands for Give God the Praise. Yeah. And so when I when I captured that trademark, mm-hmm. it was and initially it was like my answer to what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. Remember WWJD? Yeah. yeah. Like, what would Jesus do? And mm-hmm. I would always, that was a challenge to me. Like, mm-hmm. what would he, okay, uh, he would give God the praise. Right, right. right. So I came up with, a, you know, that was my reply. Mm-hmm. And and what it has been for me is kind of like a check and balance. Yeah. And so whenever I, you know, have a success mm-hmm. or whenever, mm-hmm. you know, you know things are clicking, yeah. you know, um, because I think and I, I see visually, I see in brands and in logos and in signs mm-hmm. and symbols, mm-hmm. um, the GGTP thing, it just yeah. every time. So, you know, um, yeah, man, I, I'm fortunate. I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I have children, I can understand a lot more like what my mom used to, the things she used to say to me and, mm-hmm. you know, how our relationship was. I can kind of understand mm-hmm. a lot more. Right. Uh, but. You know, God is good. Yeah. God is good. Indeed, indeed. And so uh, we're kind of winding down now. We're going to talk about inspiration. And then you had um, a, a guy, David Banner, you know, was at your store recently. What was that event that you, you had at the store? So the event was uh, called the Black Agenda Tour. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Black Agenda Tour mm-hmm. was the event. And it was put on by two sisters, Jice Johnson and Michi X. Okay. And they're out of, they're from Denver. Okay. And so they put a tour on where they basically was discussing, you know, what their thoughts of what the Black Agenda should be mm-hmm. in regards to health and community and, you know, finance and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So they reached out to me. It was kind of last minute. They reached out to me and they asked, could they have it, the event at the store? Mm-hmm. Um, I keep the store, you know, I designed the store to be an open platform, an open space for community events and community mm-hmm. engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I'm I'm not just selling clothes, you know. Right. And uh, and and I understand the power of fixation. I understand the power of branding. Yes. And the power of repetition. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm just intentional about making sure that, in the midst of all of these different images and things that we we sell, mm-hmm. uh, that I put out content that is, you know, productive. Yes. Um, that our people can use as a, a, a tool. Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. love teaching through fashion. Yes. And so, um, yeah, so I allowed them to come. Mm-hmm. Um, David Banner was a part of it. Yeah. Um, me and him had a heart-to-heart before cool. he, yeah, before he, uh, you know, went on the panel or whatnot. We had a heart-to-heart. Mm-hmm. And he's a cool dude. And mm-hmm. I think his heart, I think he's he sincere heart and his mission mm-hmm. with empowering our people. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
Yeah, it went well. He did a like he did a video, yeah. I, and I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that was just something that he did, mm-hmm. and um, which was cool because was, that was video went viral. Yeah, yeah, that was that exciting. was so cool. That yeah. was so cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, this last question, um, it's a homage to Martha Gina Queen. You might be too young to remember her. Uh, she was an icon, but she had a show called Inspiration Time, and um, during that time, it was midday. So I'd like to ask the question. What inspires you, Clement, to get up every day and do the good work, man? What what inspires you? What keeps you going? Man, that's a, that's heavy. So you know, I've always operated out of the sense of that I that I'm I'm, I'm moving in my definite purpose. Mm. Uh, but when you asked me the question, the first thing came to my mind was my mom. Yeah. All right. And yeah. So. Yeah. My mom has has lived a rough life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, she ain't she ain't had it easy. Yeah. 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 So I think subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Like in the back of my mind, it's like mm-hmm. It's for mom. For sure. Yeah, that's powerful. Yep. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's powerful. And Clement, you, you do a fine job. Like I said, um, yeah, we have mutual friends or whatever, but, you know, watching your story, right? And um, the piece where I came in, you know, with um, the smash and grab and, you know, staying lifted through all of that. Right. You you share some of your frustrations, but staying lifted and encouraging other people through your struggle. Um, you know. Mom is, you know, from I'm, I'm a little older than you. I can be auntie. Right. And I'm proud of you. And so I know Thank mom. You, I know mom is is smiling. She's proud. So I appreciate you sharing that and being transparent. Sure. Um, I need I black men safe space here, right, uh, to talk about it all. And so I appreciate you coming and, and being transparent. Agape love. Agape yes, love yes, to thank you. you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to be here in the early history of community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's special. Especially I wanted to be on the third or the thirteenth episode now. <laughs> Next season, y'all better get it together now. <laughs> and you let it you let me know. You let me know in the comments. Yeah. But I I do appreciate you. Um the the quality and the and the excellence in which you move in. Um, is important to someone like me. I love this city with my whole heart. Um, and to see you move in excellence, um, I appreciate you. Thanks, sis. Yes. Until next time, this is Community, where we talk about unique pathways and common goals. Peace, everyone. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.